If we're in a time where it feels like things are hard, where the crisis, real or perceived, feels like it's threatening to or has already entered our life in some way, then this love, this recognition of our own strengths, skills, knowledge, wisdom, learnings and growth becomes even more important. Welcome back to season six of the podcast that's all about deepening our self-awareness with self-compassion to help us make and manage deep and lasting change. I'm Henny, an author and personal change coach, and together with my guests, I'll be exploring themes and topics to challenge our thinking, underpinned by a bedrock of self-care. Settle in and listen. This is a time to rest and reflect and see where the episode takes you. I'm doing some work on my business at the moment. I am stepping back, looking in, seeing what needs more attention, what needs less attention. And I realise that one thing that I've been neglecting and it's something that I was always very keen on doing when I ran big teams, was acknowledging what I've achieved so far. And, and that might be what I've achieved so far this year. It might be what I've achieved so far um, these last few years, this last decade, or even looking further back all the way back. So I made a resolution to focus some time on doing that and I'll share some thoughts in a moment about how I'm considering that but even even just having had the thought that it's something that's important has been useful and I've noticed some stuff beginning to percolate or to kind of come through that is supporting that that process of acknowledgement and I haven't yet fully decided on on what else I'm going to do with it but as always I think it's this moment of awareness which is the thing that then shows us the way forward. So as part of that kind of thought process of recognising that I haven't been or haven't, um, or could, maybe that's a better phrase, that I could um, spend a bit of attention on this and it would it would be beneficial to do that. Another thought came to me and that was a thought around how can I be focusing on this? How can I be focusing on me in this way when around us there is so much unrest. So what value does it really bring the bigger picture? Uh, What value does it really bring me? What value does it bring to anyone else if I do this? And that thought can lead us down a very dark path actually. 
because it's when we become restricted, made smaller, through making a comparison with the pain or grief or loss in another's life. It can lead to us denying ourselves our own attention. And this reflection is connected to, to a couple of episodes from this series actually, episode eight and episode nine as well, um, touch on some of these themes. And yet, this awareness of our achievements, for want of a better word, I'm not saying that in a um, in a sort of striving sense of achievement, but the achievements, the um, the progress um, that we've made in something, whether we see that as progress in something we've been creating, um, or we see it as a grand success or we see it as a tiny incremental movement forward, or we see it as a, an achievement in the stability we've maintained when around us everything is in flux and flow, or we've noticed the balance that we're endlessly adjusting to. And that's a direct uh, connection back to last week's episode with Susan McCulley actually on on the criticality of balance in our lives. <coughs> so seeing all of these things is vital because otherwise we can become lost in not enoughness and our inner critic can become overactivated. When we don't stop to raise our own awareness of the progress that we have made in some way, then we can become stuck in only seeing what we haven't done or only seeing the mistakes that we've made and not recognising them as experiments that have led to some other outcome. And if we're in a time where it feels like things are hard, where the crisis, real or perceived, feels like it's threatening to, or has already entered our life in some way, then this love, this recognition of our own strengths, skills, knowledge, wisdom, learnings, and growth becomes even more important. And there are so many ways that we can practice self-compassion, but it feels to me that this is something that is really practical. So the important thing here is to ask that inner critic to just step aside for a moment as we do this work not to tell them to shut up or to try and ignore them or suppress them, but just to notice them, to acknowledge they're there, acknowledge what they're saying, and then just ask if they'll step aside while we do this exercise of acknowledgement. And to, to talk to that inner critic with love 
And this way of speaking to ourselves, our self-talk, it becomes part of this practice of love in a time of crisis. So how do we do it? How, how can we do this acknowledgement? Because for so many of us, it feels deeply awkward and uncomfortable to acknowledge our own successes. And again, I say that not in a striving way, but just in a like whatever success means for each of us individually, and it will be individual. Um, how do we do it? Because so often we've learn along the way we're carrying a story that in some way limits our ability to be able to practice this art of self-acknowledgement, self-appreciation, self-love. And again, um, uh, I'm sort of noticing a sort of question maybe arising in, in, uh, in our minds around what well, is this narcissism, you know, and of course, if we spend our whole time just going, I'm so beautiful, everything about me is so amazing, I never make any mistakes, you know, that that can slip down into a narcissistic mindset. But that's not what this is. This is simply about stepping back and looking at the evidence that's in front of us and not with a, a kind of shroud over the top of it that prevents us from seeing the good stuff that's sitting in there. Um, in a way, I think that's, um, you know, that kind of negativity bias can be, well, not in a way, it is as damaging as narcissism. So just noticing what thoughts are coming up inside you as you're listening to me is part of the practice. You know, do you feel a resistance to doing this? And if so, that's okay. Turn toward that part and just ask that part just to gently step back just while you do this exercise and treat it as an experiment. Everything's an experiment. So what are some of the practical ways that we can do this? Um, one is to ask a friend, someone that you really, really trust, to hold space as you reflect. Um, and it needs to be someone who's not going to wade in and try and fix you or, um, or in their own, um, you know, bringing their own uh, experience to bear, not start to kind of criticise or or judge in some way what you're sharing. So needs to be a trusted friend or or a coach, you know, someone who, who can um, talk with you uh, with dispassionate compassion. Um, another approach can be to ask a trusted friend or friends to share their own reflections, observations of what they see are your achievements. And I mean, that can be an act of bravery in itself, but it can also yield such beautiful outcomes because so often others can see things that we are blinkered from seeing because of our own limiting beliefs, our own stories that we carry about ourselves. Um, 
and you can even ask people to write it down and send it to you if it feels a bit too much to ask them face to face or a lovely way of doing it would be to go for a walk let them know that you're going to to ask them um, for some reflections and go for a walk it's often much easier to have these kind of deeper conversations when we're not looking each other face to face particularly if we're not um, feeling sort of fully kind of confident about it um, because it just creates uh, a slightly different container for psychological safety. So there are a couple of options. Um, another really useful one is to write down everything um, either in the form of journaling um, and to just to really let it spill onto the page. So all the things that you've completed, the things you've experimented with, and the things that you've abandoned, that you've moved on from. Because getting rid of things that no longer serve us can be a major cause for celebration. You know, not seeing those things as failures, but as deeper awareness. Um, so for me, one of my personal examples of that was um, about 10 years ago, I set up and ran uh, a business that made and uh, well, I designed and then had made in the UK a whole range of really beautiful kitchen linens called Cooking Gorgeous. And um, I ran the business for three years. Um, but for lots and lots of reasons, it just wasn't the right thing for me. The timing wasn't great. Um, and, and it was hard to make the decision to close it down. But I know that I brought a huge amount from, of learning from that time. And I brought a huge amount of learning from the decision to close it down because I know it was the right thing for me. Um, and funnily enough, actually, I've just found all the messages I'd kept from people who'd loved the products that I'd created and I've just deleted them. So in a way, I've just had like the last bit of closure on it. Um, so it's quite funny that that's come up as I've been talking here now. Um, so just journaling, writing, you know, free flow, not worrying about grammar, spelling, paragraphs. And, and just write, what are all the things that you have achieved over the last however long the period of time is that you want to look at? And then another really beautiful thing, and this is something that I'm going to do actually, um, is to draw a map of your own journey. Um, so to cut pictures or words from magazines, maybe to draw little, um, you know, icons that represent certain things for you or little pictures and you know and to draw to draw that journey that kind of chronological journey of all the things that have happened along the way and, and my reflection when I was thinking about this is actually I'm going to really acknowledge the staging posts of self-care and self-awareness and self-compassion that have contributed to me being in this place that I am in today and I just think that that will be useful for me to have that to look back on 
if I get into a bit of a wobble place, which obviously does happen, we all we all have our wobble places, and um, and just to be able to see, gosh, all of those things, and even as I've been thinking about it and reflecting on it before starting it, lots of stuff has been coming through that's just made me go, oh God, I did that, or I had that conversation, or yeah, I can see how that led to that. Um, so I think that's a really uh, beautiful thing and there's something very very powerful about creating something visual as well. So there's four routes where we can do this. We can um, do this practice of acknowledgement, asking a friend to hold space, asking friend, trusted friends to share their reflections, to journal in a freeform way and then to draw a map of our journey. Um, and it really depends on what kind of thinker and what kind of reflector we each are. So I'm a verbal thinker. I find my deeper thoughts, my belly thoughts, as I explore the words that spill from my mouth. Um, and I'm also a writer thinker, so I love journaling. And I'm experimenting with my visual thinking too. So that idea of doing the map feels very um, exciting to me now. Um, and, you know, and maybe, maybe I will, uh, do that, the second one as well, about asking a, some trusted friends to share their reflections, observations of what they've seen about my journey or about my achievements. Um, you know, it feels a bit scary, but it's also ultimately, I know, is a really helpful process. So I offer those up. Um, and I would love to, to hear your reflections um, on what has served you and what feels useful for you here. And I've really consciously called this episode Love in a Time of Crisis because going back to what I was saying earlier, when we are surrounded by challenging things, whether they are geographically distant or they are happening in the world around us but not necessarily or in our local environment but they're not necessarily impacting us we can still be deeply deeply impacted by them of course of course of course of course we can you know that energy it threads through everything and so this practice of love this practice of self-appreciation is a way of responding to that negative energy that we might be noticing and really sending that love to ourselves and in that way also sending it out into the world because when we feel calm, when we feel recognised, when we feel seen then it's much easier for us to show up in the world in our fullest and most shiny way. So if you would like to spend some time exploring this topic and you'd like me to walk beside you as you do the work, I'd be really delighted to support you. Um, and likewise, if you're struggling to end something and you want to have a healthy process of closure, of having a good ending, then, then get in contact with me 
both of those approaches are really, really beautiful work to do for ourselves. And you can just book in a time to talk and I'll, I'll put a link to um, the free discovery call in the show notes as well. It's an hour over a virtual coffee where you get a chance to talk and to share and to explore your own thinking. And I can ask just a few questions that might support you in finding what the right next step is for you. And if one of those right next steps is to work with me, then that's wonderful. And if it's not, then that's wonderful too. Either way, it's okay. The opportunity is there for you just to explore. So this is the last in this season. I can't believe 10 weeks has gone by already. And season seven will be with us before we know it in a few weeks. And in the meantime, you know, please do connect with me on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn, wherever it is that you like to hang out. I'm in all three places. Um, or you can always message me if there's anything you're interested in finding out more about. And if you're not yet on the mailing list, then do join because um, it's the best way to hear about the new episodes and also a share um, information about other events, retreats, um, and really sort of wonderful um, teachings that I've gathered from other wise people along the way. So um, do come along and you can just email me henny at hennyflynn.co.uk and I'll make sure you get added to the list. All right, my darlings, take care. Stay safe, be well, be happy, live with ease. I send you a hug and a wave. Bye my loves, see you soon. <laughs>